The Right Hook Podcast. Make business sense on the road with the Mitsubishi Outlander Business, the two-seater SUV with low BIK, 200 euro VRT and a five-year warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie All right, uh, the longest-running special segment of The Right Hook, the movie show, joins us with uh, Philip Malloy. Philip, welcome to the programme. Thank you, George. Thank you. Uh, the the uh, restored version of Michael Collins because you're a Blu-ray fan, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. And it's twenty years old now. Mm. And it, have you seen Blu-ray? Well, what I did was I watched it in Blu-ray first, and then on Monday it was shown in down in the lighthouse. Oh so yeah. So I went to see it on the big screen as well, and uh, I have to say I was enormously impressed. I mean, we haven't made that many epics, I suppose, in this country. Maybe things like Ryan's Daughter or Braveheart, but they weren't really, they weren't, they weren't about Irish subjects. Well, they, uh, one of yeah, them Yeah, but I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. But this is an Irish movie and it's, uh, it's incredibly well done. It has scope and sweep and depth and uh, it moves very well um, for a big movie like it. And uh, it's, it, okay, it, it starts off with 1916 and the whole situation at the GPO then it moves to um, uh, 1918 and then to the Civil War period, war, war period and up to Bill Nablaw in what was it 1922 was it yeah. And uh, it, so it's 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 very, very well done. It's a, a lot of the, the guys, there was only about six guys at the press show, show the other day. But the general view was that the movie was much better than they remembered. You know, there right. was, yeah, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of talk. I remember at the time uh, about Julia Roberts playing Kitty Kiernan. And about how she sings a song uh, in it at one stage, and uh, there was some comments about her uh, accent. But I actually thought it worked very well, and she worked very well. Um, in Quinn, uh, his his accent wobbled a bit every now and then as Harry Boland. But uh, I, th- the way it works, George, is that that okay? As I say, it starts in 1916. Then uh, they're coming out of the GPO. That's uh, Collins and Harry Boland coming out of the GPO and saying, and um, one saying to the other, they're going to have to change their approach. Um, the way they change it is through this sort of guerrilla warfare yeah, but campaign. But is Blu-ray... <laughs> okay, back to your question. Is it, yeah, back, back to your question. Is Blu-ray good? Blu- uh, Blu-ray works. And one of the things about this is that uh, this, there's a lovely sort of blue-gray quality to a lot of the scenes, great sort of richness, and that comes across very All right. well. Okay, well, I'll buy it, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, 70, Indiana Jones is now 77. Bit well, difficult will, to no, be push-ups no, and press-ups. He, he will be 77. What, what, what they've announced, they've officially announced that there will be a fifth Indiana Jones uh, movie. They've done four so far, and the, the, the four have taken just under $2 billion at the International Box office. So uh, we're talking about a new one now uh, with Harrison Ford and um, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. Spielberg said he wouldn't do another one unless Harrison Ford was in it. Now uh, we're talking Harrison Ford, we're talking about it coming out in 2019 is it? And he's expected to be about 77 at that stage. Older than me. Older than you, even. Yeah. Right, I wonder could I play Indiana Jones? Yeah, I don't think so. You'd you make a good villain, though. Yeah, you? all right. Now, it's Easter. Yeah. Christmas is a great time for kids' movies. Is the Easter a great time well, for kids' e- movies, e- is e- it? Uh, yeah, Easter has tended to be a very good time for animation, animated subjects, animated yeah. uh, um, animation uh, features. And last weekend, um, uh, 
at the box office here there was an animation uh, feature uh, Kung Fu Panda Tree which was released by 20th Century Fox uh, it was uh, number one at the box office and it took 470,000 uh, euro uh, in on, Ireland on 94 screens in Ireland which oh, is right. great and then uh, uh, concurrently sort of in the US um, you had another uh, animated feature called Zootropolis uh, which was number one for the last two weekends and that has taken 148 million in the States now this is the Zootropolis is a Disney picture is made by Pixar the company the, the subsidiary of, of Disney that has made uh, you know Toy Story and all those and um, it's 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 the 55th George it's the 55th animated feature made by Disney since Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs in 1937 alright so um, so you want you want now the listeners to yeah. tell us their favourite animated movies of all time yeah. 53106 I just thought I'd, I'd throw in um, oh no I want to pick mine okay, now pick I want yours. to pick mine pick yours <laughs> <laughs> without and like yeah, in, you're not local, you with me there isn't even a second this is first and second The Jungle Book yeah I thought because the voices and the yeah. songs but the songs I, I think it probably has one of the best soundtracks of yeah. all animated pictures thank you yeah, yeah. sort of Jungle Book for me okay anything else uh, as a, an animated movie uh, for, amazingly for somebody who was very old when I watched it uh, I thought your man the cowboy what's his name all the toys toy toy, toy story yeah, yeah. I thought toy story was fabulous well no I did as well I, I saw it with well. my grandchildren no, no, yeah. and I just thought oh, it was unbelievable yeah, and, and not only toy story but two uh, two and a lot of people thought two was better than one really yeah uh, one two and three and they're making a fourth one at the moment the interesting thing about toy story is that it it has a kind of historic place in the development of uh, animated pictures in that okay dates from 1995 and it was the first um, computer-generated, fully computer-generated feature film. There was a period when, over the last 10 years, I would think, do you remember, there was going to be a huge growth in animation industry in yeah. Ireland. No, it is. It Did is that happen? Happen. yeah? Oh, it's happening big time. Uh, there's a, a film called Norm of the North, George. I think it's out next uh, weekend after next. And it was made by uh, a West of Ireland company called uh, Telegirl. And uh, I think they made it for 18. Uh, again, it's an animated picture. They made it for 18 million euro. euro and it's, it's expected to take internationally about 61 million. So that's a, um, an, um, you know, an indication of the kind of success that they're all achieving. Right. But all around, there's, uh, there's, there's uh, companies springing up really good. Oh, well, that's great companies. news. I'm delighted about that. Ben loved Robin Hood. Lily loved All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> uh, Jessica up, liked An American Tale. Up. Shane and Cork, The Incredibles, yeah, Watership Down, yeah, I saw Watership Down, yeah, uh, Wayne and Wexford. I saw that in the Green Cinema. Do you remember the oh, Green Cinema? I do. Cinema? Up on Saint Stephen's Green, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that with my with my. I think it was my eldest yeah, daughter. Yeah, a lot of people like um, uh, Disney's Robin Hood, and uh, Disney's Robin Hood actually has a good reputation 
Um, and the Lion King is a very good I think is a very good uh, one of the things about the Lion King is it probably has one of the most ferocious villains in all of sort of animation history really yeah and uh, you know there, uh, Zootopia is great John Lynch says the, the, that's uh, the movie uh, that I've referred to there as Zootropolis it was called Zootopia in, in the United States and for some reason they're calling it they've changed the, t- the name to Zootropolis here so alright yeah. okay listen I I'm, I'm never quite certain about yeah. you and the music from yeah. the movies. Yeah. Like, it's well, kind well, of 50-50. I, I, just, I just love this. So thing. who's this? Well, okay. Um, it, it's First of all, it's an instrumental, instrumental version of Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling, from High Noon. Okay, now uh, just listen to it. I, uh, I I know no, who that to has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Who has it to be? It has to be either Bert Whedon or Dwayne Eddy. No, you're depending right. You're on whether right you want. Second, you're right the second time. Depending on whether you want an English uh, guitarist was, or an American yeah, one. No, the, the guitar man, as they call him, Dwayne Eddy. That's who yeah. it was. And it was, as I said, uh, the ballad of uh, High Noon, or Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling, uh, written by a guy called, a Russian-American called uh, Dmitry Tiomkin. Yeah. And um, it was, but it was so it just yeah. it, was, it was sung in the film over the cre- the credits by Tex Ritter, even and though everybody, including me, yeah, everybody thinks not. it was Frankie. <laughs> Lee. Oh, there is a, yeah, no, it was Tex Ritter, and yeah. uh, um, everybody that has has covered it, George. The the sons of the pioneers, as you say, Frankie Lane, Connie Francis, Nana Miss Gorey, even Walter Brennan has done a cover version of it. Has he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talked it. Talked it. Yeah, yeah. He had, he had several hits actually talking in the sixties and seventies. Walter Brennan. Sixties, yeah, yeah. Go away. Yeah. With he with his false teeth in with, or out. With his false teeth out, I imagine. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, it, it was tremendous and a great movie. Grace yeah. Kelly. Mm. Uh, and and uh, Gary Cooper. Yeah, dates nineteen fifty two. Uh, directed by Fred Zinnerman. Um, uh, black and white, as you say, Gary Cooper. Uh, one Who had an affair with every woman he filmed her. Apparently, yeah, yeah, apparently. I, I, I read that after. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing was, I, I gave you a hard time about the Glenn Ford book. Mm. It got better. Well, because uh, when I was talking it, would to you, you ever uh, sit back and listen well, I told you that I told, I told you it got better listen there's an absolute st- stack of, um, of animated pictures coming in there titles When the Wind Blows When the Wind Blows from Jason, Jason and, and Galloway. Galloway Beauty and the Beast Neve and Kildare Rango from Michael and Rango, Tom yeah, yeah. Shrek 1, um, that's Teresa. She likes Shrek 1. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Because Liam Mayo and, and um, Sean O'Cork had talked about it up. Not something I know, but he says, uh, Lee says, the first 10 minutes of up is as good as any section of any film ever made. Well, I actually think the whole film is pretty good. Is um, it? Yeah. Edward Asner, I remember Edward Asner? He does one of the voices in it. Does he? Yeah. I play, he plays a sort of grumpy old granddad in it he's very very good so um, but uh, 
best animated who who framed Roger Rabbit? Well, that's that's a mixture of at, live right, action yeah. and animation. Yeah. And uh, the Jungle Book, you say, and the Aristocrats, because I went to them with my mother and brother when they first came out. That's Sheila Flynn. All right. Uh, now, uh, Risen. Do you know anything about it? Joseph Fine's movie Risen yeah. says Dave. Yes, it's out this weekend. And it's about, it was made uh, on, on location in Malta, cost about 20 million. And it looks very sort of bare. It looks very, it looks very small scale. And it's about, um, it's that story about a, a Roman tribune um, who, uh, he, who he's, he basically, he's working for Pontius Pilate um, in in not Galilee, wherever it was anyway, he was working for Pontius Pilate. And they, what, they, what they, happens is they, um, after the death of Christ, uh, we, we know the story, the body disappears. So he basically is afraid, Pontius Pilate is afraid that the rabble and, uh, have oh, stolen yeah. the body and they're going to use it uh, uh, against him. So uh, it's that story, but it's, it's, I have to say it's very, very dull and flat. And, okay. and commonplace. Do you know what I'm really enjoying? Yeah. And they're claiming he's the next James Bond hmm. is the night manager on BBC. Yes, yes. Um, What's your man's name? Well, uh, um, it's it's uh, Tom Whittle, um, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. That's, that's what right. Is. And uh, it's I, very good. Well, I I haven't been looking at it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get it uh, when it comes out on on DVD. It, it's based on a John Le Carre yeah. book, but yeah. the, what they've done is they've updated the timeline. Oh, have they? Yeah. To what? To after like the Middle East conflict, sort oh, of, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but I mean, the timeline doesn't matter because it's the same story. Yeah. But, but it's brilliant. But Hiddleston is wonderful. Hiddleston actually came. Um, um, he, he played in one of the Marvel comics um, 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 films and uh, he he was absolutely wonderful playing a villain, George. And his career has taken off since the, since then. And, uh, and as you say, one of the, well, several of the newspapers last week have been <coughs> citing him as the next James Bond. And I, I have to say, uh, I think that, um, OK, Daniel Craig apparently has one more Bond on his contract, but um, I don't know if he's going to be able to. I, I don't I don't know if he's going to be up to it, and I'd, I would use Tom Hiddleston. Um, <coughs> you okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I would. Ahead. I would use Tom Hiddleston. Absolutely no bother to replace him. Right. Uh, I think he's now, great. From the massive shelf that you have in mm. your the new house you built to accommodate. <laughs> Your DVDs. Yeah, you it's have a, film, a DVD for us. Yeah, it's a film called The Outfit, and it's an excellent, I think, adaptation of a Richard Stark uh, novel. This guy, Richard Stark, he also went under the name of Donald E. Westlake, and uh, of course, he he actually pro provided the book as well that uh, John Borman's Point Blank is based on. And it's about this resourceful ex-con who's played by Robert Duvall, who takes on the syndicate to avenge the murder, basically, of his brother. I remember uh, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I it's, do it's, it's now, gorgeous. yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I, I bought it from the states, and I, um, so I have it at home, and it's. I think it's a cool sort of exciting, uh, crime picture on the the Don Siegel sort of model cast, uh, and uh, they, that, that's the interesting thing about it. It's it, it kind of tips its hat to film noir continuously to, throughout. <coughs> 
And the cast, George, listen to the cast. Okay, you have the main cast of Joe Don Baker, Robert Ryan and Karen Black along at Duval. And then in the supporting cast, you have all these film noir regulars, Elisha Cook Jr., Timothy Carey, uh, Jane Greer, Sherry North, your pal Sherry North, and Mary Windsor. They're, they're all they're all first Okay, cast. trivia question. Sherry yeah. North and Joe Don Baker appeared in the same movie called... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Walter Matthau one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Penny Was a Crop Duster. Yes, The Penny Was a Crop Duster. <laughs> I forget the yes, name of the yes, movie. Yeah, yeah. All right. Listen, uh, Ken Adam died? Oh, Ken, Ken Adam, Adam. Ken Adam died, yeah. And Ken Adam, um, he was very, okay, he was a production designer and he was a very, very famous production designer indeed. He actually started off, I suppose, the Bond movies. He did, first of all, he did the, um, he did the headquarters of Dr. No in Dr. No. He designed that. Oh, right. uh, But he also, he, he designed um, all kinds of stuff as well. He did, he worked with Stanley Kubrick regularly. And there's a fame, there is a story about how when Ronald Reagan went into the White House, House first. Um, he was the 40th president of the United States at this stage. He hadn't made a picture for 16 years, but he was he was in and he had been elected and he was in and he was being shown around. Now, this is the story. I don't know whether it's apocryphal or not, but he's supposed to have said, where is the war room? And the, <laughs> the, the war room was, of course, it was it had been designed by by Ken Adam. But anyway, that's a, that's the story. All right. Alan reminds us that Lee Van Cleef was one of the bad guys uh, he in was, High yeah, Noon. Yeah, the, um, one, of the, one of the things about High Noon is they're waiting, the sheriff is waiting for these three guys to arrive back in town. Uh, to, uh, people he sent to prison, and one of them is Lee Van Cleef. Very quickly, yeah. the BBC cop show Line of Duty, is this good? I loved it, loved it. I loved the first, uh, uh, the first two series of it. And it's about cops investigating cops, basically. Oh, and really? it's really well done. And it's back on BBC on the 24th of March. And I would recommend... Well, on the basis of the first two series, I'd recommend it. Okay, listen, picture tell show. me, picture show? Picture show this week. Our guests will include uh, Ferdia Walsh-Pilo, who's a charming young star um, of John Carney's uh, Irish coming-of-age musical Sing Street, and the actor-turned-director De- Dexter Fletcher. He's made a film called Eddie, uh, Eddie the Eagle, based on the character oh, of Eddie, Eddie, Eagle, Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. All right, it's uh, movies with Philip Malloy. He's here every week at this time. 